Welcome to the Alien Pro Podcast. I'm Doug. We got Mufon Matt. Mufon Matt. Sorry, I always pronounce it wrong. Dev Rooney. I'm going to pronounce that last name correctly. Yeah. Um, Northern California Assistant Director for Mufon. Um, and author of UFO Investigator Book. Show the book, yeah. Welcome. Thank you. Thanks for coming on. We appreciate it. We're all crammed in here. It's the first time we've done three at Studio B here. You see Studio A. We're really crapped in there. And that's where uh, Matt and I do Zoom calls in, yes. the, in the bedroom. Yeah. We do Zoom calls in the bedroom. <laughs> spaceship. The spaceship. spaceship. Well, thank you for having me. Certainly. <laughs> Tell us a little about uh, your adventure here. I, I call it adventure because there's a. have read through the book, not the whole thing, but it's... Well, the book... Um, when I decided to uh, write a book about being a UFO investigator, it was long time coming. And it was funny as that on my desktop, I had created a Word document probably about 15 years ago. And I knew what I wanted, I had in this Word document was like one sentence. And it was going to talk about what happened to me in 1969. And I kept that Word document on my uh, desktop as a reminder to one day get this book going. And, you know, I'm, I'm very, very busy um, doing reports for MUFON. And, you know, full-time job and, and, you know, life. And um, I almost didn't know how to start it. And what's interesting is that people like to tell you, well, just write what you know. Well, yes, but like how to set it up. And that was what I was um, kind of hesitant about how I wanted it to be presented. And it's funny is that I believe that when the time is right, it's just going to come to you. You're right. going to know. You're going to know. And it did. And setting this book up was important to not only tell my story about why I think I became a UFO investigator, I was so interested in this subject, to the point where it was obsessive. Right. And I didn't know where that was coming from. So another main thing that I wanted the book to profile is some of the cases that I did. And currently, I've uh, done over a thousand cases for, for MUFON. And that includes not only Northern California, but when I was the chief investigator up in Oregon. And uh, what was the greatest thing about when I, moved to, when I moved to Oregon and joined MUFON as an investigator, Bob Bigelow ended up funding MUFON for the SIP project, Star Impact Project is what it was. Right. And I wanted to jump all over that because, number one, we were going to get paid. <laughs> <laughs> Yay! Money talks, right? That's right, that's right. So you had to, like, put in an application, a job application. Oh, wow. And there were, I believe, three positions Field investigator for SIP, the SIP project, um, the the uh, this what we call the uh, oh gosh, <laughs> well there was a, a a higher position where you kind of looked over all the cases, yeah, right? But then uh, monitoring the database um, was another position. Then I wanted at least that one and the field investigator. Uh, position and I got both. Nice. So it really opened up my eyes as far as what would have been like protocols. Back then MUFON, uh, their, their CMS, their database, um, there was just a little box where you would put in your report. It Small. There was no there was no um, like deeper information that you could have put. You, you could just write whatever you want. And I was looking at other people's um, cases to see what they were putting in there. And a lot of times it was just like, 
one sentence or two sentences. Saw something. Yeah. Well, they talk. They talk. Yeah. Well, this is when you talk to the witness. You should be putting all this information as much as you can. And well, you know, I saw that it was really lacking. And um, but when the SIP project came around, um, Bob Bigelow, he expected, you know, a lot of information. Right. So there were these uh, forms that we had to fill out, and. When I looked it over, I was really excited because this was the way it should be. Yep. You know, when you talk to the witness and all this information that you would be including. And so after the, the project only lasted a year. And I was deployed, I guess, about four times. And these cases with, that you get deployed on were had to have a certain um, criteria. And did you meet Bob? Did no, no, no. Uh, it was just when we had our meetings, and my star manager, uh, Richard Lang, we would just go over things, and we had gotten a lot of paperwork to look over to explain how the project was going to be handled, what to expect, and especially in the two different roles. And um, I was really excited because it it was clearly professional. You know, they, they the forms, everything. I, I really liked that. I like structured stuff that makes sense, that gives a lot of detail. Yeah. And I'm a very detailed-oriented person. I take things serious. Everything I do in life, I try to do 110% because right. my yeah. name's on it. Right. And I always want... Anything I do to be reflected back to me as, oh, wow, she knows what she's doing. Professional. She, yeah. Yep. Um, I think it's important. Yeah. So that only lasted a year. And after that ended, I ended up taking that form and thinking, you know, I am going to continue to yeah. write my reports in this fashion. Based on that form, right. Yeah. And really give all the information. Data. And even though it was just a box that you would put it in, I would add in, uh, you know, a lot of information that was on that form, and I kind of adopted that. And no one told me to do that. I just said, you know what, this is really how we should be doing it. Yep. So I put it in there. And, of course, shortly after that, um, I think MUFON realized yeah, this was a, yeah, a good thing, yep. and that um, they ended up changing their database to include a lot of that information good. for investigators to fill out reports and fill out, you know, all this information and and kind of guide you into what you should be asking the witnesses. Yeah. And it's important because a lot of people won't think about certain things. Um, and you know what's interesting is that um, if somebody had a sighting of a UFO and then they drove home after the fact and maybe they looked at the clock and saw that wow it's later than I thought it would be right and then um, came home and there was some strange things going on in the house after the sighting well that's related and yeah. no, a lot of people don't realize that and yeah. so when I hear in fact I'm going to be speaking to a witness today at 1130 right um, she's down south and um, she had this UFO sighting with her husband uh, years ago and um, I'm gonna be asking a lot of these questions right like was there any poltergeist activity after after yeah. did you notice any wounds or scars on yep. your body this yep. kind of thing um, so this is what's really exciting as far as trying to get that additional information because that really will point to, you know, kind of like what's, what's going on. Right. Because they'll say, well, if I asked, was there any kind of poltergeist activity going on? And they go, huh, it's funny that you say, say that right. or ask that because this is what has happened. And they didn't think to put no. two and two together. They don't relate that it's yeah. related. Yeah. So, I, I mean, I, I, you know, I, I love all this stuff. And even though in my book, I talk about all the sightings that I have had, um, all the inf information 
as far as like paranormal stuff that's gone on in my life. Because even back in the 80s when this was going on, I didn't really look at them as related. related. I yeah. didn't think of that. Yeah. I don't think and many people do. Yeah. I can't then remember books. it started to hit me. So, and I was investigating stuff back then. I uh, From the Bay Area? Yes. So, um, it's nice about being able to share your story. And I wanted to do that. And then, of course, in the book, I profile 30 of my uh, close encounter cases that I've done. Right. And I'm a very visual person. And so if someone does have a close encounter, which is 500 feet or less, I am going to ask, uh, can I get a drawing? Because here's the thing. When it's that close, detail. they're going to be able to see a lot more detail. Detail, yeah. And they can sit there until the cows come home and tell me in all these words. And I'm trying to picture that. Vision, yeah. And I don't like to guess. So I'll say, you know what? It would really be wonderful. And here's the thing, you get them excited right, so that they'll want to do this yep. and send a drawing to you. And that's the whole key, is getting them excited that you're excited. Yep. And, you know, because they want to tell their story. Well, this is what I saw. This is what I experienced. And getting that drawing, boy, that doesn't give you any room to, to speculate. For, it's, yeah. it, it's right there in your face. Yeah. And so for the book... I wanted to get drawings from everyone uh, because I wanted to profile close encounters. And, you know, a lot of people will say, oh, well, I'm not an artist and, uh, you know, <laughs> yeah, it's not going to be that good. Yeah. And I say yeah. that doesn't matter right. because, you know, if you can just show me the shape, if there were lights, show yep. me where. Yep. You can put little arrows to say, you know, well, there was a dome here, or there right. was something hanging off there, or there was something under here. Yep. Uh, tell a picture. Yeah, you know, you know tell like, a story from your picture. Yeah, yeah as and, much detail as you can remember. You know, here's a funny thing. Um, there's some of these drawings that you know people have done, and like this this one here. Uh, this was done by the artist uh, by the witness. And I did a live investigation. I was actually standing there on the road with him, and he drew this. So I write, I write witness drawing. So I want people to know that's his drawing. He right, this yeah. is what he gave me. Right. But I did a live investigation, and it talks about it. And I was standing right there. I parked my car, and he he I met him there. And this was a very rural area. Right. Still to this day. Wow. And uh, he talked about. You know, how he saw them and how they flew over the road. Right. And, and so Within he, 500 he, feet? Was that yeah. A, wow. It's right there. Right. 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 The, the oh, yeah. Show the camera. The picture. Yeah. And. By the book. By the book. You, can look, you can look very closely. You can by see the yourself book. get the book. Exactly. So he, um, I thought he did a great job with the, with the drawing. Not bad. And I didn't want to really like I, a lot of the a lot of the drawings I didn't alter because if they did a really great job, uh, I still wanted to keep what the witness gave me. That, right. Like this is his actual drawing. Yeah. And um, because I wanted drawings, I wanted uh, and and I did hire a couple of um, digital artists to bring some to life to just because you know sometimes color really really yeah exactly. and a lot of really people were saying, a lot of people were telling me. Oh, when you publish your book, just do it in black and white. Well, I didn't want that. I wanted color. Color, yeah. Right, and what, right. here's how it works is if you uh, want color in your pages, you're going to get less money when you sell these books. Yeah. Oh, really? Because Amazon yep, takes yep, more yep. of the money because it's going to cost them more money for the color. Right, yeah. right. So right. I didn't care. I wanted this book to represent what how I envisioned it. So yep. I wanted the color. Yeah. And, you know, like that's considered color, but yep. I wanted to show... Um, the light color, yeah. Yeah. And... The boot the boomerang. And see that color to me, it jumps out so much, you know, yes. at you. So I, and I tried to say author drawing of witness description. So, you know, this kind of thing. Like, um, 
you know, this, uh, there's a drawing in here that, um, the witness himself, okay, here it is. This, I love this. So I want to just see, show. You point it that way. Oh, there, there right, right there. Yep. See that drawing? Okay. By the book. I mean, go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> so this drawing. That's a great drawing. Uh, yeah, is is a digital, a, a, a digital artist. That looks like a movie front when, you know, he expects yeah. a title on the top of it. That's really good. She, uh, I forget what country she lives in, but she's she's in a foreign country. Right. And uh, I saw some of her work and I approached her and asked her, I would like to hire you to do uh, recreate. Right. Drawing. If you could see, and I guess, you know, and I, I thought about it. Uh, I have the original drawing from the artist, right. the witness. Yeah. The witness is an artist. Oh, okay. Oh, wow. And he drew this, and his was very... When I got that in the mail, because he said, I'm going to send it to you in the mail. He was living in Oregon. Right. And, but his sighting was here in Northern California uh, when he lived here as a, as a child. And um, I said, I would love to get uh, a drawing of that. Close Encounter. And um, he said, okay, and I'll send it to you in the mail. Give me your right. address. So when I got it in the mail and I, I opened up the envelope and I opened it up, I was shocked how beautiful it was. Yeah. I, he, I didn't know he was an artist at that moment when right. I asked him. Because right. we were talking about his experience. Again, you're I wasn't, expecting stick figure. Yeah, I, wasn't, yeah. Yeah, I thought, okay. Um, it was gorgeous and very professional. And I realized this guy is talented. He's an artist, right? And uh, I went back and forth about whether or not to put his original drawing in here Maybe or bring yeah. it to life and get it digitally um, done. That, yeah. Here's what happened. I wanted to reach out back to him because I've done so many cases, I can't remember them all. Uh, a few stand out, and I can really tell you offhand about them but you know like doing over a thousand cases a and lot. more because there's other people that have reached out to me over the years right. before MUFON and I've done their cases you know I just can't remember everything so what happened was I, I went to reach out to him and I called the number that I had and now I spoke to him gosh years ago right, right. and um when I called the number, I asked for him by name, and the woman that I answered, because she said, hello, and I go, hi, I'm looking, uh, I would like to speak to blah, 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 right? And um, she was quiet for a moment, and I thought, hmm. And then she said, I'm sorry, he's passed away. Oh, <gasps> oh shit. My heart was just like, oh, right. it really affected me, because what happened was, to revisit his case, I went into his uh, his case, reread it, read my notes on it, wow. uh, and my report, and I remember a reading that he was ill, and I had forgotten that when right. I had called. So when someone tells you they're ill, that doesn't mean they're dying. Right, they're gonna just, die. Yeah. just ill. I got a cold. Yeah, yeah. 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 I got sniffles. Or, you know, or, or, yeah, or your mind doesn't go to the worst spot. Yeah, yeah. yeah or doesn't. you can get healed and yeah. you're, you're mm -hmm. going to be okay. So oh, wow. when, because he had asked, I would like to go under regression. Yeah. And I said, okay, I can help you with that. You're in Oregon. I can uh, find out from MUFON who do we have that's, that's certified right. in your area. And um, I just said, here you go. Here's some information. I hope that you learn what you would like to find out. Um, let me know. I would love to know what you find out. Yeah. Um, and, of course, I got so busy that I forgot about mm -hmm. his case because I was doing all this other stuff. Yep. And I really kicked myself not reaching back out to him right. uh, after a short period of time just to see, hey, did you get regressed? What did you learn? Right. Because his case really fascinated me. And um, I, I do. I would like to just say, let me tell you about his story. So um, he was a boy. I think about, oh, gosh. Be, uh, um, it's in the book, but... He was a boy, 
and he had an uncle who was a teenager, and they were in sleeping bags in the backyard, decided to sleep outside. Right. You know, Camp in the backyard. And yeah. this was a long time ago that this happened. So um, the town is a, is a rural area in Northern California, and uh, I think it's called Hayfork. Anyway, um, his uncle's parents, who would have been his grandparents, right, were in the house watching the news. So it was around 11 o'clock at night, whatever. Right. And uh, then what happened was uh, ended up seeing this uh, this craft coming in slowly. And it had all these colored lights Spin around it. Right. And, and, you know, just oh. it was amazing to see. And right. he said... It was mesmerizing. Right. And this thing was huge, and we knew what it was because of the fact that it, the way it was shaped. Right. right? <laughs> it kind of gives it away. Like, whoa. Yeah. But in a way, you're still saying, what is that? Yeah. You're still, you know. You're trying to make sense of yes. that. Yes. And yet, would your, and your mind will always mind. do that. Yeah. Your mind will always yep. do that. And I think that's because your mind is trying to protect you. Right. So right. it yeah. wants to, because you're scared, because you're like, what's that? Yeah. And it's big, and it's like unknown. So your mind is protecting you by yep. saying, oh, it's this, or oh, yeah. it's that. So he said, here's this thing, and his uncle, who was older, he was a teenager, he gets up, and of course he's frightened by this, like, what? And he goes, I'm going to go get mom or whatever, grandma or whatever. And he runs into the house. Leaves him outside? Leaves the boy there. Oh, no. Well, the boy's just like this. Yeah. yeah, he's just like captivated. Yeah, he did. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> right, right. Wow, wow. I'm going to try to make sense of this when you go get Well, off. no, I'm just, I, you know, yeah. because he says mesmerized. You don't take your eyes off. You're mm -hmm. just like, wow. Right. And the flashing lights just kind of just mesmerize you. And he said, the next thing he remembers is his uncle and his grandmother come out and go, and she says... Where is it? Oh. And it's gone. Oh, wow. And he is now in another... Uh, he, I guess he was in a sleeping bag, and now he's uh, standing up, or he's in right. another... Right. They... But he, he looks down, and his bottom pajamas are gone. Oh, wow. And I said to him, well, where were they? He goes, I don't know. Oh, my gosh. And I said, did you ever find him? He goes, no. Oh, my wow. Never. Oh. Never. Oh. We never knew. We never could. He, like, where's your, I don't know. And they looked everywhere. It, they were never found. So, you know, obviously something happened. Something happened. Yeah. Yeah. So. Wow. Yeah. And I never forgot that because just listening to him, speaking of it. Yeah. And the wonder and the being mesmerized yep. by the lights yep. and this thing is huge and it's just you know and yep. he drew it yeah. so amazingly and I kept that drawing and uh, because when I found out he died and I kicked myself yeah. uh, for not reaching out to him sooner and uh, I, he was on my mind for days after that yeah. and I went on I went on Facebook and I wanted to see well, I didn't ask the lady. All I said was, oh, my God, I'm so sorry for right. your loss. Right, right, And then I hung up because, you know, she didn't know who I was. She right. didn't want to, uh, you know. She probably I didn't know really who it. she was. This is his doing, not Yeah, you know, and so I didn't want to pry. So yep. I went on Facebook, and I, I um, put his name in, and I found his profile. Right. That's when I realized he was an artist because his profile... Wasn't blocked where I couldn't see things, but I could see that he artwork. drew. Yeah, he did a lot of artwork. He was yeah. a, an artist, and I said, "No wonder his drawing was so amazing." Right. And I thought I sat there and thought about it. I said, "Well, I'm going to include his story in my book." And I said, I started talking to him. I said, "I'm so sorry uh, that I didn't reach out to you so, sooner," yeah. and um, I want to put your story in my book. And I think I'm going to hire somebody to bring your 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 drawing to life. Right. Um, only because um, not that your drawing wasn't great; it was fantastic. Right. And I, you know, didn't realize I I, roll, I realized at that moment when I saw it that you were an artist. So I decided to attribute. I was almost going to put that drawing on the cover. Right. 
Yeah. Just to, you know, for yeah. to honor him. Yep. And um and I was the the cover was really something that I was going over and talking with a few people. Right. And uh because I knew the title would be UFO investigator, right. but I I thought, well, I had this cool picture. Liz took this picture. I was on a live investigation with this witness. This was in West Sacramento. Okay. And it was in a uh, a residential that this woman saw this uh, UFO and everything. And, and her case was that after the fact, there was poltergeist activity in the home. Oh, wow. So wow. it was a, a significant case. Yep. And um, anyway, I got her permission to use this image that includes her. Nice. And um, when I was out on the uh, investigation with her, um, and Liz was taking pictures uh, of, you know, that's what Liz did, would always come in and take pictures of whatever. And as I was talking to her, she was recreating, okay, it came this way, and then she was pointing, and Liz took the picture of right. her pointing. Right. So I had a, uh, an artist create this um, cover uh, with this UFO. That she's pointing at. And her, right? I said, this is, this is taking place in a residential, so I want a house. Right. So that's why, and I decided to use... Because I was wearing my field investigator um, shirt, you can't buy this shirt unless you're a field investigator. Right. Yeah, I've <laughs> like seen if, that. Yeah, like yeah, if you wanted to buy one, you couldn't. Right. You know? Yeah. That's only so. For, yeah. yeah, it's only for field investigators. Yep. And I thought, well, this is a good picture to use for the cover. Yeah, because that kind of tells yeah. the whole story. Yeah. Of everything in the yeah. book. Instead of yeah. using um, the the other guy's drawing. Right. Um, as I was going back and forth about how I wanted that, um, so this is kind of what she saw is it? No, no, it wasn't like that. Um, the woman that did the uh, the cover also did the. Uh, I had her uh, create the because I gave her the files of everything I wrote and the pictures, and um, I had her turn it into that file that uh, Amazon uses to create because I also have to have it uh, have an ebook for yeah. it right so this woman did all the um, ed some of the editing I, most of the editing um, right. and I know there's a couple of mistakes in there it's like trying to catch every little detail oh yeah so yeah. hard yeah with um, all the words no. yeah so um, I just told her find a UFO show me what you you find and yeah. then we'll just put just it and have her like She's pointing up at it. Yeah, it's, it's uh, because what she saw didn't look like that, and it wasn't right. that close. It's just a, it's a case. Yes. Right. So, but yeah, this is an actual photograph, right? That's of cool. a live yeah. investigation yep. with a real witness. That's cool. Nice. Yeah. Uh, and I got her permission, and I got permissions uh, for everybody in here. Um, it's like you got move. I read in the move on. Gave yeah. You oh, to yeah. Because yeah, you have to have permission because right. you don't own those cases. Right. Yeah. Um, the witnesses, they own it, but they, uh, when they put in a report, there's a, a, a disclaimer and they have to agree to that, which is your story and any of your media is now MUFON can use it. Right. Right. Yeah. And we'll use it in the journal or like a MUFON TV or whatever MUFON wants to, uh, profile your stuff. Yeah. Now, because all those cases belong to MUFON. I had to go to MUFON to be able to and yeah. say I'm writing a book. Yep. yep. Can I have permission uh, to use my cases? Right. That I investigated in there, and he said, "Yeah, let me go to the board." Yep. The board of directors. So I said, "Okay, let me know," and then he, they, I guess he told them, and then they said yes. Yeah, it's like when you write a record for music. And you get a company, you know, to produce that record. If you're going to go play it live, you have to get their permission for it. It's your songs, but they paid you for them. So basically, or you, you know, they've they, copyrighted them. They didn't want to review the material first. No, they, they said, no, they okay. knew. Uh, I just had to let them know I was using cases, MUFON cases well, in they the book. Know, yeah, they, I'm sure they know about you. Yeah, you know, and so it's not going to be. You've been doing it for how long now? Um, 
for just MUFON or just investigating period. Oh, for decades. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. It starts in New Fremont. Uh, yeah, right. So yeah, because uh, I used to work um, in 1979. I right. worked for Peterbilt Motors. Okay. And uh, I was getting the word out because there was no internet. Right, there was no right, right. The internet. There was no, right, exactly. So I was always talking about UFOs to everybody, right? Right, right. Even, yeah. though, even though some people were like, woo. Right, right, of course. Well, the funny, now they don't look at it like that. Yeah, now. not as much. The stigma, the stigma is... stigma isn't yeah. quite what it used to be. Yeah. Oh, my God. Thank gosh. The teasing and I'm the not the crazy open. guy all the time now. Yeah. That I mean, I, I am crazy, but I'm not that crazy yeah, anymore. the tinfoil hat guy. Yeah. yeah. Well, yeah. and I, I bring it up in the book, I believe, um, that when I worked for Peterbilt Motors, um, you know, I was talking, I met another guy that was really interested in UFOs, and him and I chatted about it, and um, I started to, you know, talk about uh, UFOs and that I investigate, if anyone ever saw anything, they can come to Give me, me. Yep. Um, blah, blah, blah. Well, I get this guy come up to me. I don't know who he was. And I was working the night shift. And uh, he said, hey, there's somebody, there's a guy on day shift that uh, wants to talk to you about UFOs. And I said, really? And I said, okay. And then he goes, well, he said, come in early because I went to work at 3 p.m. Come in early and meet him by the, the, there's a bathroom area, but then it's by where they work on the Cummings motors and stuff. Yeah. Right. And then I said, okay. So I went in early, and this guy was a Navy man right. at one time. And nice. that's when he talked about uh, him and another man uh, being on the ship. Uh, and they were like, you know, lookouts or whatever. Right. For subs or whatever. Yep. And um, they were at sea, and uh, they were smoking cigarettes and just standing out there chatting one night. And... He had said there was some bubbling in the ocean. Right. And they were like, oh. What is that? Yeah. Because yeah. yeah. they didn't know if it was a sub or what was right. going on. And uh, the trained observers. Yeah. So they're looking. And man, out of the water comes this disc-shaped object, right? Oh, oh man. And they're like. <laughs> and then it just was hovering. And he said. It ended up just. Oh, nice! And um, that's a hell of a case. Out of the water and then out. <laughs> yeah, because it, it came case. right out of the water and was right. covering. What's a trans medium? <laughs> so right. And they're looking at each other, and they go, "They were just kind of like, did you see that? <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, yeah!" Right. And, and then I think he said that we're they not were telling anybody. Well, they were yeah. discussing <laughs> right. if they should. Yeah. Should we say something? <laughs> no, There's no way I'm not talking about that. <laughs> that's not a sub. Okay, that's not a sub. But that got him so interested in the subject. Right. And uh, so he wanted to tell me his story, and he did. And um, he said, we ended up going into uh, Europe, whatever. And he said, I picked this up back then. And he goes, and I'd like to give it to you. And it was a copy of... Um, um, oh gosh! Uh, um, what was it? It was an author. It was a a European yeah. publication. Um, uh, gosh. Okay, not a book. I forget what it was called. I read. I, I read about. Yeah. It. Um, read the get by the book. You'll know. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I mean, the. Uh, I think Flying Saucer Review or... Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Flying Saucer... Cl yeah. Did Flying he ever Saucer tell Review. the military about it? No. 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 Back then. You're out. You're crazy. You're out. Back then. I can understand that. Absolutely. Well, number one, he they said, you know, okay, we saw this. We both saw it. It was not like, you know, we have a witness, each other, but yeah. there's no evidence. Yeah. And... um. What exactly were you smoking on the deck of the ship? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> well, you know, and then, of course, there was this question of, well, did radar see anything? Right. They got to, yeah. yeah. And um, I don't, I can't remember, because this was so long ago. Yeah. And a lot of my files, um, I had moved a lot right. in my life. Right. <laughs> and especially in those younger days, um, and a lot of my stuff is just gone. I, right. Uh, and uh, it's disturbing because, uh, you know, 
I I just think back of all the stuff that I had and now it's gone. Yeah, gosh. And yeah. Um, another thing that happened too back in the early 80s was I had moved back in with my parents. I was about 24. Right. And I said, Dad, can I move back in? So now I just need to, you know, get my stuff together and, and you know, save a little bit of money and I want to get back on my feet. Yep. And he said, yeah. And so when I lived there, I had put up in an attic area of the house, uh, I had a a small telescope. I right. had boxes of stuff. Oh boy! My, wow. Some of my cases and stuff. I forgot about that. Oh no! I moved out. Oh no! Oh wow! And they ended up selling the house shortly after that. Right. And then when I was like, somebody either remembering, oh. where's my telescope? Right. My right. And that. And, yep. and then it hit me. Oh shit! I think, yeah. I think I left it in the attic of that oh, house, no. and they no longer live there. Right. Oh. And I you didn't remember, go knock on the door. I did. <laughs> find a weird box. That exact house, and I put it in here. I had a huge sighting of this strange, huge object that was twenty feet away from me that was hovering near the house. Where you? Yeah. Were, okay. At that same house. Right. And I was living in. This was in Newark. I was still living in the area, right. and I remember driving up to the house and sitting there staring at the house. Wanting to knock on the door mm -hmm. for two reasons. Hey, can I look in your attic because I have stuff? In there? Yeah, right, right, right. <laughs> They're gonna go. Sorry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We don't know. So yeah, it's all about. And then I wanted to go out in the backyard just to relive seeing that yeah, area of where that I had that uh, yep. sighting. Was that the tree? The one you? No, the no, that, that no. It. it uh, there was one. Is that still going? Played, um, What's that? Oh, oh yeah, okay, okay. Apple. Okay, yeah, Apple. <laughs> Apple decided he wanted to be on another. Plane. Yeah, thanks, Apple. Um, no, that was um, the one that I that that one. Uh, it, it is a rudimentary. Yeah, line. but it shows. But yeah. here's the house, and then the fence, and this huge <laughs> object that was. That looks I huge. I think I, I saw about 15 feet of it. it oh, was gosh. About 15 so feet. there was more and you didn't even see that. No, it was, it was, it was behind the house, behind it. And here's the fence. And it was about 20 feet away. Right. Damn. And close. it was at that same house. Right. And I wanted so bad to knock on the door and say, <laughs> can I go in the backyard? And <laughs> I didn't want to sound like a yeah. nutbag, yeah. right? <laughs> You're robbing them. Yeah, they're like, who are you? Well, this case in the joint. And I never had the the nerve because I kept saying, "Boy, you sound ridiculous." Yeah, yeah, you run in your head. They're gonna call the cops. Would I let me in there? Probably not. Call the police. Yeah, yeah, I'm calling. Yeah, we already called the cops as soon as you walked through the door. Yeah, we were way ahead of you. Yeah, I was so afraid that they would call the police and think I'm staking their house out or something. And I was just like, "Damn." Yeah, but yeah. So that um, that was, uh, you know, again, all those documents that I had, a lot of things I had just, oh, gosh, well, are gone. Yeah, and so. And this is like your early time, the early times when you started investigating, right? Yeah, like yeah, in the 70s yeah. and stuff. Wow. Um, I was doing a ton of research. Right. That, in 77, I was on the phone with Betty, and, uh, Betty Hill. Oh, really? Okay. Yeah, and... Um, you know, I was. You I talked was, to her for a good amount of time. Well, yeah, I um, well, I wrote her a letter and she wrote me back, and right. then we talked on the phone. She was telling me stuff, and I was just telling her because my dad was just like, you know, um, he he says, I know you're interested in this stuff, but now remember, <laughs> this is the mid seventies. Right. He's saying, he's saying to me, it's a hobby. Yeah, it's not a career. This is not your life. Yes, not. yeah. He, he could, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I graduated in seventy five. He realized early on. Year, you're not gonna make any money doing this. Yeah. He's early he realized this early on. In, in seventy five I graduated and he that year he was saying, Well, have you given your future some thought? And right. What yeah. would you what the are talk. you what do you want to do? Talk. <laughs> yeah, the other talk. Right. What do you want to do with your life? And I said, right. Well, I want to be a UFO investigator and he goes, Oh yeah. my god. Yeah, yeah. He's like, oh no! What am I my dad was a sad. Yeah, he looks down. Yeah, and I, well, I was the oldest, so right, you know he right. was thinking, oh boy. Um, so he, you know, my dad was in finance. He was a finance man, right? So, um, you know, and he's thinking very logically, and he said, 
He goes, no, I'm talking a job. You <laughs> <laughs> get money. Not a hobby. For the future. Yeah. Right, right. <laughs> Well, it's right. funny, the Bay Area, I grew up in Castro Valley. Oh, okay. So, in the, I, I've never seen anything. But right. in the paper, the reason I got interested in it, in the pay, I was a paper boy. I was a paper boy until I was 18. I graduated in 77. Right, right. And uh, in the paper, there was a lot of articles in the paper at that time about, you know, sight people seeing things. It's right. It's just this newspaper is that, right. articles. Yep. But, you know, in that area was the tri- Oakland Tribune. You know, so it was just fascinating to me that my brother and I said we're building radar man we're going to get these things yeah yeah, right. yeah but we were always looking but we never saw anything but yeah. we still believe you know we still believe yeah you know and in that area was big well you know um yeah. the bay area uh you know people always used to think that you know you saw ufos only in, in rural areas right no no, no. yeah no. No. san francisco the bay yeah. area yeah. too where i saw Lots mine of, were yeah. not rural areas mine yeah. were only industrial here. park yeah <laughs> yeah yeah, and you know, speaking of uh, Oakland, uh, in 2010, I had moved back to California from Oregon, and I went out on a live investigation. Um, a man, he was a, a, a he was a, an educator, he was a teacher, and um, for for a college, right? And um, he had a sighting. In Piedmont, you know, yeah. is up that's, above that's Oakland. A, not a rural area. Affluent. No, yeah, but it's a very area. affluent. Yeah. It's very nice. Yeah. Very yep. expensive. Yep. And I told him, he said, well, I have, I captured video. And I said, oh. well, I'd like oh. to come over oh. and, uh, you know, look at it and, yeah. and talk with you and, and see the where you saw this at and where you took the, uh, the video. He said, all right. So I went out at night. I had to go through Oakland. <laughs> oh, boy. Yeah. Oh, boy. Yeah. I was like, we need to... Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right up to Piedmont, yeah. right? Yeah, face, head forward, drive fast. <laughs> yeah. So I get up to his house, and it's just beautiful. and Immaculate. I mean, that the, the front door was like 20 feet tall. So <laughs> opens up, and I go in. <laughs> Very nice. And uh, I met him, and um, I said, well, I'd like to, first of all go out in the backyard because you said you were out in the backyard mm-hmm. and I want to see the area. So I went out at night because I wanted to see... You wanted to get a feel for what yes. it's all A lot of times right. I won't go out at night. It just I mostly go out during the day just so I can see, but I know yeah. the Bay Area. So right. I wanted to see uh, nighttime traffic, air traffic, that kind of yeah, thing. Yeah, right. Because, you know, you've got SFO across the yep. Bay. You've got oh. Oakland yep. International right there. Yep. I wanted to look at that. So we walk out into his backyard, and we come all the way out, and, I mean, it overlooks the entire Bay Area. Oh, oh beautiful. I go, you have a wonderful view. <laughs> yeah, I'd sleep yeah. out here if I had this exactly. view. Exactly. Yeah. And he said, yeah. He goes, you know, I'm very familiar with air traffic. And I said, well, yeah. That's good. Because, you know, he says you could see, you know, everything. And yeah. I know what airplanes look like, helicopters. Right. And he said, but this thing was very different. So he started telling me about it. So he did. And we were standing out there, and funny thing is, when they captured the video, him and his wife, uh, he said while it was visible over the bay, right. he got on the phone with Channel Two, okay? Oh wow! Yeah. And said, "Hey, uh, you know the news station, right?" KTU. And said, "Hey, yeah, yep. there's a UFO right now. Somebody, you know, needs to look at this. Put a camera at it. Yeah, and they weren't interested. Yeah." <laughs> He said, not. but it's there, right? <laughs> right. This is Look not- out the window. We're trying to yeah. film traffic right now, all right? <laughs> so, Eve told me all this, and we're standing out there. The sky was beautiful, uh, very clear. You remember what time? Was it like 11 o'clock, 10 o'clock? Uh, no. But it was I, dark. Yes, because okay. I believe it was in the spring. Okay. And um, we were standing out there. And I was looking up at the sky, and he he was standing there reminiscing to himself. He was standing there looking over the bay. I walked over here, and I looked towards the south. Right. And I'm looking up at the sky, looking at the stars, and I, um, it had to been the, it had to have been the winter time because Orion was out. Was out, right. Okay. So I looked up and I saw Orion and I noticed, you know, because you could see the belt, the three stars yep. of the belt and, you know, 
there were two bright white lights, right? And I, uh, you know, well, a little bit bigger than stars. Right. And I said, well, wait a minute, that's not part of Orion. What the hell is that? <laughs> yeah. I'm looking at these two things, and I'm I'm just standing there saying to myself, oh, that's not part of Orion. What, what are those? <laughs> and he comes walking over to me. He goes, oh, what are you looking at? I go, those two things, those white. That's not part of the that, constellation. That's not part of Orion. Right. And then they went like this. They brightened together. And out. Dimmed dimmed and then you could see that they were part of something solid because that solid thing started to it was blocking out other stars, stars. Oh, wow. and then it started moving away and oh, I go, look at that and he oh. goes oh they they you saw them they're, they're taking off <laughs> and i just said holy crap how many investigators can say, I went on an investigation <laughs> and I actually, and I actually saw, saw something? That wasn't That's the awesome. only time that happened to me. Wow. That happened that again awesome. in Oregon, but it was during the day. Oh, gosh. And, yeah, so that was the Oakland one. And these are on the book. Yeah. Uh, I don't know if... Oh, okay. No, the, no, that the, one, the Oakland one I just told you about right. is not it's in not the book. book. Okay, that's the second There's book. There's a lot of stuff out. that's, that's not a, in yeah, the book. Yeah, that's the other book coming out. <laughs> exactly. It will be. Yes, there. yes. That's not part of this right. book. That is There's amazing. a lot of stuff that's not in this book. That, that is amazing. Wow. But the other one um, that happened uh, while... So I was the chief investigator for Oregon MUFON. Right. And my assistant state director, his name was Keith, and um, he invited me to go out with him because we this one witness that I know now personally... Right. He has had sighting after sighting after sighting. I have gone on live investigations with him. Right. Uh, he still lives up in Oregon. And um, Keith took one of his cases. And um, he had said, you have interviewed this guy before. I said, yes, I know him. I've been at his house several times. Right. He has had a lot of different uh, UFO sightings. Yep. And he said, want to come with me? I'm going to go see him because he's now moved over to another area right. of the Portland area. I said, yeah. And um, he said he's captured a bunch of UFOs in the daytime on film. And he doesn't know how to get them off the hard drive. He goes, so yeah, I want to get those. I said, okay. So we go out there. <clears throat> it's a September day, a Saturday. Beautiful weather, blue skies, 2009. Okay. And um, what happened was we get out there, and the witness was there, and uh, I had a brand new camera. It wasn't a cell phone. It was a camera. And um, you slide it to open. It goes, ring. Right. And <laughs> it was the, the best um, pixels at yeah, that time. at that time, yeah. And I'm taking pictures. It's fully charged, brand new, taking pictures, because he's like, okay, so what we do is we have the witness turn around so we don't see their face. Right, yeah. and they point. or And then they point and yeah. they talk and I'm taking pictures. Right. And, and I'm asking him about where he saw him. We're validating uh, elevation and direction of flight and all this. In the meantime, um, what happened was we're standing out there and now I shut my camera off and we're talking to him. And he, he's looking up, and he's just kind of talking about what he remembers. And then he goes, look! And uh, we look up, and I go, what? And he goes, oh, it's gone. And he goes, keep your eye there. And then he, I'm, I'm going, did you see something? And then yeah. he goes, yeah, right there. I look up, and I see this white dumbbell-shaped object, right? Oh, and wow. it morphs into a circular object. Oh, shit. Oh, wow. And I saw it with my eyes, and I'm like, oh, my God. And then, <laughs> it's not tripping. <laughs> so it, it's there, right? Yeah. It's slowly moving. It's not zipping by. Right. Yeah. And I'm going, you know, getting You're my camera. Get camera. Right. And I, I open it up, and I don't hear a zing. You know, uh -huh. I'm like... Dead. And it's dead, and I think, oh. my, my camera, it won't open. It's only for your memory. It won't turn on. Right. And I'm like, right. and he's yeah. standing there, and he goes, here's my binoculars. And I'm watching this thing, and I'm just and going. you can see it up close. Well, yeah, yeah. It's, a, yeah. It's, a, it's an orb, right? Okay. And I'm going, wow. I said, um, now we're about uh, just a couple of miles from PDX, Portland International. Right. And um, 
I look over and my assistant state director, Keith, is running towards his car. And I go, where are you going? He goes, I have a camera. Yeah. Yeah. And I said, oh, good luck. It's going to die. Stand at this. Yeah. Because <laughs> yeah. it's going to disappear forever at some point. So the witness is standing there with me, and he's all excited because we're there. Yeah. He's not excited to see it because he right. sees UFOs all the he's time. He's already seen it, but you guys are there, and you're seeing it. It's we're seeing it with him, and yep. he's, like, excited. Oh, good, you guys are here. Right. And I was like, this is amazing, right? Yeah. And um, here comes Keith. And he's older than me, right? right? And he's like, where is it? I go, right there. <laughs> but he has this big camera, like more professional. Right. You've got to, yeah. Yeah. And he's looking up and I go, are you getting this? And he goes, yes. And I go, nice. and I'm just like, oh my God. And I go, and then I hear an airplane. A jet. Yeah. Right. From, from PDX. Right. And I go, get the airplane in there for yeah, reference. For reference. Yep. Because yep. when you're looking at a blue sky, you don't... It's, you don't yeah, you can't tell it's here, there, yep. here. Right, yeah. exactly. And so yep. he goes, okay, I'll try. And, you know, so... Uh, and I go, you're getting this. And he goes, yeah. And then, so... And then, um, of course, Oregon has a lot of trees. Right. It starts yeah. to get locked out. Up going, and, and we yeah. lose it in the trees. Right, but, right. So that was the second time nice. that I saw a, a, a UFO while doing an investigation. While doing an investigation. <laughs> right. And uh, yeah, so with the witness and they see it, and, and well, I had That's the assistant awesome. state director there as well. Yeah. So I told Keith, I said after the fact that it, it left and gone, and I said, "You got it?" And he goes, "Yeah, pretty sure I got it." And I yeah. said, "Okay." I said, "Make me a copy of that DVD." Yeah. And I still have it to this day. Nice. Oh, you got the nice. Yeah, I have the video. Did so you get the jet and scale to I don't remember. If I mean, this was 2009, yeah. so yeah. I don't know. I'd have to That's go and cool. put it in and look at it. Nice. But, yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, I mean, it's... It, here's the thing. I've had UFO sightings, closing, you know, close encounter types that right. blow me away. Um, and... You know, when I'm looking at them, boy, I don't, I don't care about getting them on film. Right. Yeah. I don't take right. my eyes off of them because I know they're gone yep. in a minute, a minute. like yeah. boom. And you know, I am uh, soaking it all up. Okay, what am I seeing? Yep. What does it look like? Uh, what are the lights? The colors? You know, anything um, on it as far as different? Um, you know. Uh, is there portholes? Is there a dome? Right, is right. there anything hanging off it? What's yep. the shape? Any data you can Any get. Any sound? Yep. Um, what direction? What time it is? Right. I'm doing all this that I would do with a regular investigation. Right. And I'm not one of those people. Like my phone is in my bag. Right. It's not in my on my person. I right. don't really do that. Just keep to it. Right. I'm not right. like my phone isn't my third yeah. arm. Yeah. <laughs> Second brain. I'm not tethered to it. <laughs> I, I am, unfortunately. And yeah, right here it's not in my pockets or anything. Um, That's how they get you. Yeah. <laughs> so I don't. And I, I would have to look down and grab my phone, and I don't want to do that. It's not worth it. Yep. Because here's the thing. Just like on that investigation, my my camera didn't even work. Right. After the UFO left, and I made sure Keith had that uh, video. Yeah. In, on his you camera. Got it. You got yeah. it. Yeah. Okay. I looked at my camera and I turned it on. Zing. It came on. <laughs> I go, you bastard. Yeah, yeah. That was by design. You yeah. didn't want me to take a picture. No, they did not. Oh, that's all I for you. Been able to zoom in and you know. That's for your mental thought. It's yeah. not for anything else. So that happens a lot. I've heard that in so many different. You read about where the yeah. power goes out. Yep. Like it's, you know, a lot of people And then it's done me, and it's back on again. A yep. lot of people tell me, um, "Oh, my phone, my phone died." I said, "Well, yeah." Yeah. <laughs> Um, yep. a lot, some people don't, their phones don't, don't die and they get them and, yeah. and they do get them. Yeah. Um, but here's the thing. It's usually kind of far away. Yep. Um, and then it's hard because, and like I tell everybody, you know, if you're lucky enough to get something on film, whether it's a picture or video, um, it's probably not going to be the, the best as what your eyes can <clears throat> pick up. Yep. Yeah. And so... And it's going to go through the ringer. Because everybody eyes, is going yes. to say yeah. something about it, whether yeah. it's positive, most of the time it's negative. Well, and your eyes are going to pick up more ambient light, right. especially oh, yeah. at night. Yep. You're going to be able to see And that better. camera can't. Be and they'll cannot. always tell me, 
Because I'll say, well, I looked at your video and I'm seeing like white light, right? Like right. white lights. Well, they weren't white. Right, right. And I said, well, what, what I'm color looking at were this they? Time. Yep. That's why I always ask color. Mm -hmm. I and in fact, um, even though they'll put down elevation, oh, 75 uh, degrees, I'll always ask elevation and I'll go over it with them. You know, 90 degrees is above your head, yep. halfway down 45, 45, yep, and then the horizon is yep. zero. Yep. What was your estimation of that based right. on what I just told you? Yeah. A lot of times it'll change. Yeah. Because they're they're get they're just going well. I guess it's that. Yeah. So I always go over all that. And you know what another thing is? <laughs> because you're dealing with a database and there are people that a lot of people are not computer savvy. Right. So when it comes to filling out boxes and, right. and this and that online, yep. um, they will either leave blank. boxes blank yeah. and then you've got to ask them for yep. that information. Or, and here's the thing that's very important and I learned, is someone had a video or a picture, and um, it was clearly in the night, right? It was yep. clearly nighttime. But on the report, it said... <laughs> 12 p.m. or it something. It said 9 a.m. <laughs> right. <laughs> so now you got to go back and... Yeah, yeah. So then I asked them, oh, um, your your picture shows a nighttime video. Right. <laughs> you put down 9 a.m. Yeah. Oh, that was a mistake. Yep, yep. But I'll always check metadata and see what it says. Right. Because I had one guy that gave me uh, a series of pictures, and they were from all different dates oh. and times. And I said... <clears throat> one case? Yeah. Oh, yeah. So then I said, where's the picture of the date that you submitted? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Because our database can only handle... One date. Yes. Right. If you said September 7th. I thought you wanted all UFOs. Yeah. <laughs> if you said September 7th, I would like that if you have any yeah, yeah. pictures of that or yeah. a video. Everything yeah. else doesn't apply. You would think that would be a given. but Or what, and, and what I'll say is if they say, like, uh, there was another person that put in recently uh, multiple um Oh, and I saw this one day, and then the next day I oh, saw boy. this, and then the yeah. next day, two weeks later, I saw this. Oh, boy. Then I, well, I just told Ruben that, I, uh, our state director. I said, um, yeah, just ask them, what date do you want to talk, you know, want make this report about? Yeah. yeah. Uh, because we we can talk about all your other stuff. Yeah. You could put in but additional One reports. at a time. Yeah, but yeah. we need that one date. Because those boxes that you check are for that one date. Right. Not like, Not, oh, two weeks ago, yes, it, it, it hovered. Right. right, oh, right, right. Yesterday, <laughs> it, it was, flew yeah, by. Yeah, you know, yeah, so it, it, it's, it's only for one, yeah. one date. So that's what's important. Do, yeah. Would you put in, could you reference the other dates that it was seen in that single report? You could. You? We could talk about it. And then I could just, you know, say that, you know, you he saw this and that. Um, it's probably better to do one at a and time. And then I though. say, well, if you would like to fill out more reports, right? Um, you can do that. Yeah. Well, that's time consuming for them. Yeah, well, they yeah, yeah, right. And that's okay because I'll still ask about the other, and then we can put a reference yeah. of Do you get serial submitters? You know what uh, that is? Yeah. Yes. So I just yeah. had a guy, I want a gentleman on, uh, Les Durant. Oh, I remember, remember him last, in that. He got Les blocked. back east, and he got blocked. <laughs> he says they, be, they wouldn't allow him right, to submit. They did something where the VPN, so he yeah. did some backdoor thing where he was able to still submit, and he talked to his local investigator and director, and they didn't say, oh, I don't right. know what's going on. He, you said, know, hey, he says, no, you're a serial submitter. I could be. Hey, one, so all the sightings I've seen, I could easily be one of those. And I think <laughs> if you took everything that I've seen where it's questionable, I probably have about 15 different sightings. But it's the bigger ones that last yeah. more than a few minutes for me that I've seen that I'm going to I'm gonna count. I'm going to put on that site. Yeah. Anything else is like, eh. He is. He, really does, he that has time. a camera and it points toward the sky. And right, right. So every time he sees something, he submits. Boom. It yeah, no, like, okay. yeah. And more than likely, it's like yeah, right. It, I'm saying ninety five percent of the time, that's something you know, or, uh, something explainable. Well, so what we have it's a five percent matters. Oops, what we have in Mufon is 
if a case comes in, and I, I see them all for Northern California. Right. And I'll look them over, and I can tell you exactly what they are. Right. Just by reading it. And by reading it, yep. You know what it is. Exactly. But if I see that it's uh, Starlink. Right. If I see that um, it's lens flare, what happens, and that's just looking at if they submit any videos or pictures. Right. Or if they talk about something. Um, because usually with lens flare, it's a picture or video. Yep. And what I'll do is I'll, I'll talk to Ruben and say, um, this one will be a rapid close. And the rapid close is just for it's the a, state director to do. And basically, it, it will just say uh, lens flare. Yep. Because um, he'll look at it and he'll agree with me. Yes, you're right. And I'll just close it out. And he doesn't have to call them or anything. But I, what I do is I say to him, um, because this one person did put their camera up on a fence and they're just taking pictures. All the time. All the time. Right. And, I, and he said it in his narrative that he just puts this up. That's automatic. And probably a rapid close, right? Because So I told Ruben, I said, you need to put, uh, send them an email yeah. explaining what they, what they have here, which is lens flare. Yep. And then they can get used to the idea, that's what they're seeing. It's not right. a UFO. No, it's right. And, you know, I I look at Facebook a lot, and I see people that will put up a picture with lens flare. Yeah. In fact, it was just yesterday <laughs> that I saw somebody say somewhere, I don't what I forget what uh, post it was and, and whose site it was, but uh, you, I read the, I read the, the comments, right. and our people are going, great job! Yeah. <laughs> and there are a few people that are saying... Lens flare, lens flare. Yeah, 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 yeah. But there's a lot of people that are like, "Wow, yeah. that you know, they believe that it's yeah. a UFO." And this and is a picture, right? Not a video. It's a picture. It's a picture. Yeah, I, I tend to think that I'm if I'm going to do it, I'm either not going to take anything or I'm going to do a video. I'm not going to do a picture because that is not enough data. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Anything can. And you know, you picture. just have to. Um, Educate people, yeah. you know, like, hey, this is what's happening. Right. This is why. Yep. And um, so, yeah, no, it's not a UFO. No, um, it is a little, yeah. Every, there's a lot of people that get upset. They do. Uh, you know, I had a, a, a woman that submitted a, a, a case in Oregon, and she was a smoker. She was yeah. out in her patio smoking a cigarette. And uh, she saw a very bright, white, a huge, you know, orb-like uh, object. Right. And she videotaped it, <clears throat> and um, she videotaped it for I don't know three hours. Right. No. That tells yeah. me wow. right now. Yeah. That tells me right now that it was. It's not. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So <laughs> I. But I have to prove it. I can't just say yeah, that's what it was. I have to go on Stellarium, and it's an it's an astronomy program, and then I, I uh, put in you know the city, and then uh, I know I find out what direction she was looking at elevation all that and then i could see that it was venus right yeah. and uh, very bright a negative something magnitude but uh and then what happens is in stellarium you can uh pull up the clock and you could forward it and you could watch this thing eventually right yeah uh go down the, her, into the horizon right yeah. exactly yeah. The so i looked at that and um I called her back and I said, I thanked her, you know, thank you for talking to me. Because I actually went out there. Right. I did a live investigation. I went out during the day because I wanted to make sure that I wasn't looking at a house. Right. On a hill. Right. And they had a bright light. Right. Like a big street lamp or something. Right. Or security lights. Yep. Yep. You know, because people that live on a hill, they're worried about animals or whatever. So I uh, went out there and and, uh, I I told her, um, well, my conclusion is that it's Venus. And I said, um, and I got the information from Stellarium.org. You can go on there yourself. And it was Venus. She got so mad. (laughs) (laughs) No, it wasn't. (laughs) And I just said, well, I'm sorry. Um, but that is the conclusion based on evidence. Yeah. And um, Doug's really good. Is He's it a this, professional is, planet. Is it this? Yeah, I sent one to one of our investigators, and uh, she says, "Yeah, that's Jupiter." Yeah, yeah, you're right. Right. Yeah. Man, 
<laughs> I don't believe it. So I went on and I looked it up. I went, oh, yeah, stupider. <laughs> <laughs> then I had the one of the jet. I go, look at this. Yeah, yeah. It's chasing I, it's chasing I, an I, I Oh, it's flying I past stupid. I got a flight radar and I looked and went, oh, yeah, that's a jet. <laughs> Which is awesome because that proves... That they're not just but making looks, stuff. If you the actually, problem with the cell phone, if you blow it up, it makes it look weird. Yeah, look you like showed me. It, it looked like it's twisting. That's like you finally got one. Yeah. Oh my God. <laughs> Do the Skywatch. You'll see something. You're going to yeah, see something in the Skywatch. All right, well, let's wrap it up. All right. We got our hour in. Thanks for listening to the latest <laughs> episode of the Alien Pro Podcast. We welcome questions, comments, or requests to alienprobepodcast at gmail.com. Visit us on Facebook. Check out our website at alienprobe.net. Twitter and Instagram at alienprobepod. Like and subscribe to YouTube at alienprobepodcast. Thanks, Dev. I appreciate it. Rooney. Dev Rooney. Yep. I can buy the book. Buy the book. UFO Investigator. Everybody <laughs> gets on. And I uh, appreciate you coming on. Thank you. Thank and, you. And um, watch the skies, everyone. Yep. That's right.